Welcome to the Temple Forum, a podcast from First United Methodist Church in the heart of Chicago. Here we welcome a diversity of voices and conversation about how we live in the world as people of faith. Hello, this is Jan Engmeyer. This installment of the Temple Forum features a conversation with Anna Garcia Doyle, Executive Director of the One Earth Collective. She'll tell us about how her organization is working to make our planet a healthier place and about an upcoming film festival. Welcome to the Temple Forum, Anna. Thank you so much, Jan, and to you and First United Methodist Church at the Chicago Temple for having me on tonight and for your many years of partnership and collaboration. We're really grateful. So tell us about the One Earth Collective. Uh, what is your organization and its mission and what's your role? So my role is the executive director of the One Earth Collective. Um, and so we have a number of programs under that umbrella. If you look on our website, you'll see that our mission says that we harness the power of people through vibrant environmental programming that inspires action, facilitates learning, promotes justice and fosters equity and inclusion in order to create resilient communities and a healthier planet. So we put a lot of thought into that, and hopefully it's pretty encompassing in terms of what we stand for and the work that we do. Um, but I guess the main thing that I wanted to share is that uh, we have kind of these three program areas under our nonprofit's kind of uh, umbrella. And the first is the One Earth Film Festival, which I think we'll be diving into more in a minute. Um, and that's sort of our largest program. Uh, it's a, a little less local. Uh, has a little bit of a bigger footprint. And then we have another set of programs called One Earth Local, where we really work in a hyper-local way in partnership with grassroots community partners to build sustainable community. And then we have something called One Earth Youth Voices, another area of programming where we've got about five youth programs uh, that we, we work on. So um, that's kind of the makeup of the One Earth Collective. Um, in terms of our... Um, how we got our start. Would that be something that would be yes. interesting to your listeners? Yes, of course. So uh, our organization was started in 2011 um, as something called Green Community Connections. And this was a way for us to get beyond the choir. Our first meetings were kind of these um, forums, like eco forums, where we would meet in different groups under different topic areas, you know, what you were most interested in, water, energy, that sort of thing. And I think we realized that the folks who were already coming to those were already self-professed environmentalists. Like if you're going to go to a green forum, you're already kind of thinking of yourself in a green way, right? And so we think, we feel urgency and we think that this movement is just um, it, imp too important for it to seem like it only applies to certain people, right? So um, we started this organization, uh, Green Community Connections, and we started having these forums and such, but we pretty quickly moved on to our film fest, which we thought would help us kind of break through to other folks um, because people like movies, you know, people like movies. And if, if you didn't like it, it was 90 minutes of your time, you know, like not a big to do. It's not like a big course you took over weeks, you know. So we felt like it was uh, pretty low hanging in some ways to bring in the film component. Well, let's talk about the film festival. It's an annual event. Uh, when is it? What films are on the schedule this year? How can people see them? Uh, all those good things. Yeah, absolutely. So um, the film festival this year is March 4th to 13th. 
Um, it's one week and kind of the two weekends on either side. And really, it always starts the first full weekend in March. So in, in terms of people who anticipate us every year, I think that might be one easy way to remember it. Um, our theme this year is Turn the Tide. Um, again, this speaks to the urgency that I talked about earlier. We just really feel like, you know, it's way past time to turn the tide. Um, we're really focused uh, on helping turn the tide on climate change and, and especially environmental justice. We know that there are folks and communities who are disproportionately impacted by the effects of our climate emergency already today, like not some future far off thing, but today. Uh, we just really want to ensure that our children, our neighbors, and people who live in the next town over even, and all the wild creatures everywhere have safe and healthy places to live on this, our one Earth. We just really have the one, right? There is no planet B. Um, so, yeah, we're concerned about this growing crisis, and um, we just really want to uh, shine a light on and rally people's energies around all these the issues that really affect them. I mean, I think we really believe that if, if you drink uh, water and you breathe air and you eat food, this is your issue. This is not an issue for some subset of people who are green, right? Um, and we're also just, I want to mention that we're also just really grateful to work with amazing partners like yourselves um, and action partners like folks at the Shedd Aquarium and the Field Museum and scientists and activist organizations, you know, all throughout um, Chicago region, but also now nationally because we're virtual. <laughs> so, Which is great. So how do people find out about uh, the film festival and and what's going to be available. Yeah, um, so you can find out about the film festival um, on our website, which is oneearthfilmfest.org. And uh, we just posted our schedule, and so it should be very exciting, hopefully, for folks to start digging in there and reserving their seats. Um, all of the events, um, most of the events, 99% of the events are free with suggested donation. And so we really want to, you know, not create barriers uh, for folks uh, to join us. Um, and so we've got uh, 18 events in March. And uh, one is our launch party, which is the kickoff on the very first day of our evening of our festival. And the rest are screenings that happen, you know, all throughout the preceding or the successive subsequent nine days so um that's kind of how it looks and is the film festival is it in person or is it online or both oh what a great question so yeah COVID has really thrown all of us you know into a new paradigm <laughs> i think of doing things and so um our, we went fully virtual in you know for the back half of our festival in 2020 when the pandemic sort of interrupted us about two-thirds of the way through and then we conducted last year's festival in 2021, again, fully virtually. Uh, folks weren't vaccinated, the whole thing. And this year, we are maintaining a full virtual set of events. But those events will be accompanied, in many cases, uh, by coordinated live in-person events uh, with partners like yourselves. Um, and so we're really excited about that. So we're calling it a hybrid festival because there is a, a, a virtual component and then there are hybrid events that kind of coordinate with those. Um, so we will be, you know, looking for folks to be masked at all of the live events. We will be looking for um, socially social distancing and, you know, the ticket um, capacities uh, account for that. You know, we won't be packing folks in as we had in the past been really pleased to do. <laughs> um, but we want everyone to remain as safe as possible. 
Well, I can assure you that the First United Methodist Church, the Chicago Temple, the corner of Clark and Washington, downtown Chicago, has plenty of seating and lots of room for people to spread out. So it's a good location for you to hold your film festival. And it's also great that it is hybrid, that it's virtual, so that people, wherever they're located, um, can participate as well. Absolutely. We want people to be comfortable, right? Some Mm -hmm. folks are are not going to be comfortable coming in person and we want them to feel included. Um, there's also folks who are far away and they, they should also feel included. So Anna, when I'm looking at the schedule for the film festival, I noticed that uh, a lot of the venues are uh, churches or faith communities. Uh, why do you have that connection with this film festival? Great. Thanks for the question, Jan. Um, so uh, congregations and faith organizations have been part of our um, kind of key partnership group from the very beginning, so for 11 years. And, um, you know, we've always worked with um, these communities to in the region to engage them in outreach to audiences because um, we feel that these are key partners in advocating for climate action. I mean, we know that a lot of these folks have had very active green teams for a long time and that um, many of these uh, faith communities have been uh, committed to creation care um, well before we entered the picture. And so just was a really natural place, I think, for us to partner and collaborate. I think you're right. A lot of churches look at this as a social justice issue um, and you know, part of our call is for stewardship of our earth. So yeah. it makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense. And I think it also underscores, like you said, it's about all the intersections. It is about social justice. At the end of the day, it's not about changing our light bulbs, you know, and I think more and more of us are realizing that. But uh, churches, congregations, faith communities have known that for a long time. Right. Are there any uh, particular films that you're super excited about this year? Yeah, that was that's a hard, hard question. You it's know, probably like, like which of your children do you love was, most, right? <laughs> yes, Dan, I was exactly going to say that very thing. It literally is. We spend all this time, you know, we start the film selection process in like you know September, right? So we've been living with these films, and not all of them made the final lineup, but we've been living with so many beautiful films, powerful films, you know, high impact uh, films that move people towards action, you know, for many months. And so it really feels like being asked to choose between our children. But I will mention um, that, you know, the film that you guys are hosting, Inhabitants, you know, it's a, it's a terrific film and it is a very important film because it shows us that, um, you know, there are people, our, our, our First Nations people who have known really how to live with our, with our land. Uh, for thousands of years, and we have not yielded that uh, that advice and that way of living, um, and we have actually even punished it, right? Um, to say, well, we shouldn't be doing these practices, and you know, we we know that there's a lot of violence associated with that history, um, and so to be able to turn now and say, what is that history, and how does it help us get out of the predicament that we now find ourselves in, right? So that is a very powerful film that you guys have chosen to host. Um, so that's exciting. I also want to mention that we've got a lot of stuff for young folks. Um, and people don't always think of that when they think, oh, Film Fest, you know, but starting with our youth, you know, like the youngest environmentalists, you know, three and above, we've already got some great short films that will be facilitated very expertly with an early childhood, uh, 
expert and educator. Um, we always, I just really want to mention our Young Filmmakers Contest, always anticipating that. And it celebrates its 10th year this year. Uh, we've got uh, over 150 submissions to that contest. And we'll be, wow. uh, yeah, we will be announcing the awards at, at the uh, Young Filmmakers Contest ceremony during the March festival. Um, so that's exciting. There's a lot of good stuff for youth. And then we've got some really powerful uh, women filmmakers whose work is Again, you know, incorporated. We always try to have, uh, you know, representation there. But uh, we've got "Bring Your Own Brigade" by Lucy Walker, um, and uh, "Exposure" by Holly Morris. We've got other uh, wonderful women directors as well represented, and men. Um, but I also want to mention that a lot of the films are stark. You know, they're stark. We're at a, a moment. We're at a moment, and we. Uh, the reality of it, I think, is pressing on a lot of us. Either we're living with climate change in a way we can no longer ignore, like Bring Your Own Brigade is about the wildfires that happen in Paradise, California and in Malibu. Um, and so, you know, you'll see that in these films. Life at 50 Degrees Centigrade, that's one of the films, Life at 50 Degrees. It is, it's about how people are living routinely with 120 degree temperatures in many parts of the world now. And what does that look like, right? So um, they're stark, but I think they're an invitation to act. I do want to mention also that environmental justice, as I said earlier, is really important to us. So um, we that's woven throughout. But one that I'll highlight is on the first Sunday night of our uh, festival, we have two short uh, environmental justice films, one called On the Fence Line and the other called The Sacrifice Zone. And there's sure to be a very powerful conversation there about environmental racism um, and what is our part to play there, all of us. So. There's a lot wow, there. Lots of, yes, lots of great <laughs> selections. Uh, and uh, so how can people uh, get involved with One Earth Collective or to volunteer with the film festival? And again, mention the website where they can find uh, all this information. Yeah, absolutely. So they can get involved um, certainly by um, coming, right? The tickets, again, I said are free except for our launch party. And um we also, you know, want folks to spread the word. That's another way they can get involved. So if they're coming or even if they can't make it to tell others, you know, we just feel, again, so urgent about these issues and want to make sure that folks are there to learn from these really important films and to be sparked towards action. Um, and then another way that folks can get involved is that we have a membership program. You know, folks can become One Earth members. And now more and more of our members are from outside the Chicago region, which is very exciting. Um, and folks can always also sponsor, you know, we're a nonprofit. And so this festival is made possible by, you know, folks' generosity in, in large part. And they can get more information by visiting your website. And that address is... OneEarthFilmFest.org. Excellent. Is there anything else that you'd like to add that we haven't covered? Um, yeah, I feel like, hmm, I think one of the things that I do want to mention is that we have this unique model, you know, and we have film festival colleagues, you know, who are also running film festivals. There's about 50 of them here alone in the Chicago area, and we're connected to them, and we have like a kind of a group, and we talk shop, and we share uh, ideas. And even among those folks in our own Environmental Film Fest colleagues around the country, we've been told that our model is unique. And so that's one thing I want to mention, that, you know, what we're doing is not showing films for entertainment. Certainly some folks may be entertained by these films, and that is great. 
Um, but on the other hand, it's not why we do it. We, we come from the environmental side. We had to learn the film side, uh, but we really are environmentalists using film, uh, the arts for social change here. And so our model is really built around, you know, showing these films and these stories, right? And there's a lot of information there, and sometimes it can be overwhelming for folks. I, I definitely want to acknowledge that. Um, but it's kind of a headpiece, you know, like a lot of times we're getting data and information, too, when we look at these films, or even just when we think about the climate crisis in general. The data, you know, where we are in terms of, um, you know, the tipping points and, you know, all the science, right? But really what we're trying to do is bring it to a heart space, because if people can feel the emotion of these stories and therefore get connected to these stories and facilitate a dialogue, which is always, you know, trained facilitators always lead our dialogue after these films. And then if we can move people after that connecting dialogue to action, that that for us is a formula that we feel can work. Right. Um, and so I, I guess I just want to mention that because I think. You know, I think it was Roger Ebert who said film is an empathy machine. And I think we're, we're, you know, no holds barred. We're using it. We're using every tool at our disposal. And we think that film is one of our most important tools because of that empathy piece where we can go from our heads to our hearts and then to our hands. Right. We just need to engage folks in all those ways. Um, and I think part of it is that we have so much data about this crisis, so much data. And has it spurred us to take the action we need to take? No. No, it has not. And so we've got to try something different. And so we believe that stories are the way to go. That's great. Yeah, well, it seems like an overwhelming problem and what can one person do to make a difference. But uh, working with a group like yours, uh, people can very much indeed make a difference in the world. So that's great. Absolutely. Well, thank you, Anna Garcia Doyle, for telling us about the One Earth Collective and the One Earth Film Fest. I'm Jan Engmeyer. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Temple Forum. You've been listening to the Temple Forum from First United Methodist Church in Chicago. You can find more conversations like this online at chicagotemple.org or wherever you get your podcasts. Please join us again soon.